In 2017, Dylan Baines was involved in a car accident near Caerphilly in South Wales, which but for the smallest of margins would have killed him. A cheerful and positive young man, he was in his last year of training as an electrician in those days, excited about the future. He would next wake up in hospital with a broken neck, paralysed from the neck down, and to be told by a doctor it was unlikely he would ever walk again. The accident had taken place two days after his 22nd birthday. The rehabilitation had been slow, two years stuck in the house, as he says, but also careful, supported by his family and friends at every stage. Just under five years later, it is therefore remarkable to be talking to Dylan in the sunshine of Portugal at the Pistana Villa Sol Golf Resort for the last Edgar Tour event of 2022. Now standing tall with a relaxed posture, a well-deserved post-round beer on the golf club terrace table, Dylan was the leader in the net category of the Edgar Algarve Open, sponsored by RSM UK, which featured 80 players from 15 nations. It was all smiles as he chatted with playing partner Aurelien Lacour, who he led by a couple of shots as they waited for the final groups of golfers to finish. The Welshman and the Frenchman had got on well. They will certainly be playing together again down the line. And Dylan had also much enjoyed playing with Martin Gilks and Eddie Mason from England and David Quinn from Ireland over the two rounds of play. Like Edward's so welcome and I haven't met anybody that's been um, a nightmare or anything like that. Everyone just wants to have a chat and a good time and enjoy the golf, to be honest. And I like, it's quite a competitive, it's, you know, it's not just turn up and or whatever. People want to win, which is good. But that's something I've really missed, that is the competitive side to sport. I just think it's, 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 basic, it's like the perfect sport, I think, for somebody with a disability, to be honest, because you can do it on your own. Um, it gets you out of the house. It's good for your mind, good for your body. Um, good for socialising as well. Dylan's final scores of net 69 and 71 made for a 140 total off his 17.1 handicap, four under the net par, and enough to beat his new friend Aurelien by two shots, with Nicky Weeks from England coming third after two excellent rounds of her own. Despite it being only Dylan's third Edgar event, he had quickly found friends in the golf of the disabled competitive ranks. It was also impressive to see him not only in good shape physically, he hits the gym whenever he can, but also happy and relaxed after what he says has been a very tough few years mentally, as he tried to chart his way forward in life following the accident. Uh, so I've got uh, paralysis on the left side of my body. So left foot, left hand, um, uh, hamstrings, uh, tricep. There's quite a lot of muscles that um, don't work anymore. Uh, so I broke my neck. Um, I was paralysed from the neck down, but my right side came back, but obviously my left side hasn't completely come back. So um, I played with a strap to help me hold the club with my left hand. With a slight shake of the head of relief, he tells us that only in the last month or so has he finally settled his insurance claim following the accident after four years of stress, including hold-ups in the process with COVID-19. He says that only now does he feel that his life has finally opened up for him again at the age of 27. The antidote to a lot of this stress has come in two forms. Support from his friends and family, including his girlfriend Leah, but also, crucially, finding golf again after playing as a boy. Dylan says he is loving every part of the game, from practising to competition, 
and the social side with his close friends and father Keith. So much so that he sees reducing to a single-figure golf handicap as a life goal. Rewind to 2017 and he was a thousand miles from any golf course. The first six weeks I was pretty much paralyzed from the neck down um, and then slowly, probably about four weeks in, things started to come back to life then. Um, like the first thing that came back was my big toe on my right, my right leg. I remember moving that. Uh, and slowly then the right side came back a lot quicker. And then I was in, so I was in the hospital, the Heath in Cardiff for six weeks. And I went to Rockwood for another two months after that then. Um, I left on a wheelchair, but obviously I'm walking now, which is good. At the start, um, the surgeon said, yeah, I won't walk again. Um, Basically, I was going to be in hospital, looking at about six months to a year. For his dad, mum Christine, Leah, brother Sam and his partner Kaylee, to see Dylan like this was tough. But they rallied around him, as did his friends, who Dylan says did a brilliant job keeping his spirits up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I think it was easier being me for the first few weeks than it was obviously for my family and friends. Um, it was quite. I was so I was on painkillers. I didn't really know what was going on, to be honest. A lot of time, whereas they knew the the seriousness of it. Um, but yeah, my my mother and father, brother, um, his partner, Nan and Branch, they were there every day. Um, the hospital let them come be outside of visiting hours. Like I couldn't see them anymore, to be honest. Um, and my girlfriend was there in the nights and stuff, coming to see me. Um, they did for the three months I was in hospital. There wasn't a day, there was a couple of days where I said I didn't want to see anyone, but pretty much it was every day I'd have a visitor, yeah. This comment about choosing not to receive visitors. Dylan admits that the mental issue of facing his condition could be simply overwhelming at times. When he lay there and moving with that negative prognosis, he would face despair. From being full of energy and enjoying the best time of his life with friends to lying in a hospital bed, However, it was the patient encouragement of a skilled physiotherapist that would make a key difference to Dylan. I remember I was, I was in the Heath and I remember I was, up, I was flat on my back for six weeks. I wasn't allowed to be lifted or moved. Um, and I just, the physio would come in every day um, and she'd say, just try, try and move things. And the one day I could just lift my big toe and I, I went crazy. Like I couldn't wait. I wanted my mother and father came in and I was telling them. It was a start, I think that's where I seen it as. Um, and then my right arm started to come back. But up till then, um, pretty much my family would brush my teeth, they'd feed me, they were washing me. Um, my brother's partner, she used to, uh, she used to pluck my eyebrows for me. <laughs> and uh, they, my brother would shave me and stuff. And it's just something you don't think would ever happen. But um, you're just grateful when they're there. Dylan would spend more than three months in hospital and although he would need plenty of rehab over the next few years and despite leaving in a wheelchair, he would gradually beat that doctor's prediction and stand on his own two feet once more. After the triumph of getting himself stronger over the next three years or so, he needed something more to get him out of the house and find outdoor exercise and a better social landscape. As a proud Welshman, he had enjoyed rugby and football as a lad and just a little bit of golf when younger. He now tried golf again, using one arm, but it wasn't quite working for him. He got talking to a stranger, who is now a valued friend, fellow Welshman Mike Jones. Mike's role as an Edgar advocate 
is to help spread the word for golf for the disabled wherever he may meet a person with an impairment. But after my accident, I, I really missed competitive sports. I played football before by accident. And I just felt like I needed something to focus on. Um, and that was when I met Mike Jones. Um, he went to the same physio as me. Um, yeah, and he told me about um, there's this adaptive glove that I could use to play golf. So he took me to the range at the Celtic Manor. As soon as I started, I didn't want to leave. I think I, I had so many balls, I had blisters all over my hands. The adapted glove and strap now allowed his weaker left arm to become integral to his new golf swing. It's just like a stabiliser more than yeah. anything. So my right arm is where the power has to come. Yeah, but my left, it just helps steady and guide yeah. as I'm coming through. It doesn't do an awful lot, mm. but it's, I've swung one-handed and I've swung with both. It's a lot easier mm. with, with my left hand strapped to the club. Mike Jones then offered to be Dylan's travelling buddy to France for Edgar's Pas de Calais Paragolf Open, which Dylan enjoyed. And then he entered the Irish Open for players with disabilities in July. Um, I've loved it since, and pretty much all I do now, all I want to do is... A key element of his physical progress in building a stronger swing is thanks to golf fitness instructor Zach Gould, who's based in Cardiff, known as Dr Golf. Gould introduced Dylan to stretching exercises to help with mobility while building strength, and his swing speed is up by 10 miles per hour. A timely lesson given by PGA coach Kenneth Mills found that Dylan hadn't been using his stronger right leg enough in the swing, relying too much on his weaker left. Changing this made a massive difference, said Dylan. Dylan's home club is Bargoid Golf Club, a parkland course in East Glamorgan in Wales, which has fine views along the Rimney Valley towards the mountains of the Brecon Beacons. It is a place where friendships are easily made, and Dylan says the members have been highly supportive of his reintroduction to the game, a welcoming atmosphere being crucial with his disability and in his hard work to get fitter and enjoy sport again. At first, his golf handicap was inevitably in the high 20s for a returning golfer, but things are improving very quickly now. Yeah, well, it started off... You know, high twenties coming down. Um, I'm hoping my goal, sort of by the end of next year, is to be ten, around ten mark, or maybe I can get a single figures. And then that was my life goal, to be honest, to get a single figures. But I do think it's more achievable than more I think. So once I get to that, who knows? Today he will tell you that he feels huge relief after some very dark days where he doubted he could get back to anything like the old Dylan. The mental pressure lasted long after leaving the rehabilitation centre. He can remember the days when he was very snappy, in his own words, with his family and wanted to be alone, but he is eternally grateful that they always understood what he was going through. Understanding is the key, he says. It's just be with them, I think, give them time um, and just try and understand what they're going through. That's all you can do, really. Be there as much as you can. That's it. Just be there for them. Dylan is now able to look ahead positively. He loved informing his family and mates of his victory at Villa Sol, and they were all over the moon, he said. Golf has given him a new chapter in his life, which he is embracing to the full. New friends like Mike, Aurelian, and many others made in Portugal are the real bonus. Like I remember for the first, first two years of my accident, I was just stuck in the house all the time. Um, it was really hard to do that. 
Um, and then since I started playing golf, I've seen my friends a lot more because I've seen them on the golf course every Saturday. Uh, play golf with my family, like my dad, play golf with him every week. Um, and then I come to things like this and I meet loads of new people. And the thing I love about this is you don't feel any different. Whereas if I play in my Sunday comp back home, I think quite a lot of people know it's always disabled or whatever, but you come here and it's, it's the norm. Like you don't feel any different to anyone else, which is quite nice. You fit in. And when a golfer says, the thing I love about this, and you don't feel any different, you realise that golf can be such an inclusive game where you can indeed fit in. As Dylan was nervously joking with the other golfers as he waited to see if he had won in Villa Sol, he was now a full part of the fabric of something quite exciting. Mm -hmm.